Hello and welcome back to the Winonan Wire. In case you forgot, I am Mitchell Brewer, the Editor-in-Chief of the Winonan and your host of this podcast. I hope you all had a lovely holidays and are having a great start to 2020. This week, we'll have three extensions of stories that were featured in this week's published issue of the Winonan. I will also be introducing you to a new segment of the podcast with a special guest. First, we'll focus on our cover story about the changes to the NSIC Football League. After that, McKenna Shear will give us more information on the solar regulation changes we could see at Winona State. Ever wonder what can be done to celebrate Martin Luther King Jr. on Martin Luther King Jr. Day? Well, Ren Gennerman goes in depth on one event that happened here at Winona State. As promised, let's start with the NSIC changes. So right after the Winona State football team ended their season for the year, there was some big news that shook up the entire conference with the announcements of the University of Minnesota Crookston and St. Cloud State University dropping out and, well, cutting their football teams, which effectively eliminates two possible opponents for Winona State. And during my piece this week, I interviewed Eric Show and t- head coach Tom Sawyer to talk about what kind of sort, what kind of effect that this would have on the team and maybe even Winona State. One of the most interesting parts was is the, just the scheduling. Right now, or if this year, Winona State football had five home games, which, from my understanding, it goes back and forth between five and six home games, but. Now, next year, they were supposed to have six home games, but there is the possibility that may that they may be driven back to five home games, which would have a significant financial impact on the university as a whole. It's kind of interesting to see how big of a impact just one home football game has on the university, and it was interesting to learn about that. Also got information about how this university has actually discussed dropping sports programs at Winona State. Right now, Eric Show, the athletic director of Winona State, has confirmed to me that there is no current plans to drop programs. But an interesting note that it's even being discussed at Winona State, even with, I would say, a pretty successful athletic program going on here with a lot of successful teams. Now, McKenna, what did Sustainability Director Nathan Ingstrom have to say about solar energy at Winona State? Thanks, Mitchell. I'm McKenna Shear here with Nathan Angstrom, Winona State's Sustainability Director, and we're talking about a lot of the upcoming sustainable projects and improvements that are coming up and how some of that overlaps with work that Winona County has done as well. And I was wondering um, what Winona State is currently doing, if they're updating or adding anything at all during either this semester or in the whole next new, this whole new year. Though. Yeah, specific to solar? Um, or... Yes, but also just sustainability too. You could totally expand yeah. on that as so well. So let's, let's start with solar. Okay. Um, so going back probably about two years, mm-hmm. we've been exploring what the potentials for solar on campus are. Yeah. And we've gotten to the point where we understand what is possible, mm-hmm. what it would cost, where it could go, all those sorts of things. Um, basically, there are significant opportunities for solar on campus on several buildings, so Hockey and Kirkland, mm-hmm. uh, the IWC, the roof of McCowan Gym, and then uh, Wabasha Rec and Heavily Hall and Village. 
So those buildings are all suitable in terms of solar access, in terms of the roof condition, structural issues, and all that sort of stuff. So you could do rooftop solar at those locations. Yeah. And then also we've looked at um, sort of a parking lot canopy over the IWC parking cool. lot. Okay. And potentially uh, part of the pedestrian ramp, mm-hmm. either of the two ramps. Um, so the big issue there is how do we pay for this? Mm-hmm. So we know it's <laughs> possible, sure. we know it would be beneficial, all those sorts of things. And so what we're trying to figure out is the financial piece. That all sounds awesome. Thanks, McKenna, for looking into that. Make sure you check out her article for more on cost, county, contributions, and other interesting facts. Ren, what did Professor Richard McDonald have to say about the faculty concert on MLK Day? I'm here with Dr. Richard McDonald, and he is the director of Jazz Studies and Percussion Studies. Um, can you, in your own sort of words, talk to me about uh, why you're putting on this concert? So the why of the recital is that we do it every year, but the why it's a Martin Luther King is really more based on some of the stuff that I've been inspired by recently, having been to the memorial um, and then, um, you know, sort of starting to research the connection. Research is not the right word, just investigate, I guess, because research sort of connotes the idea or brings up the idea that you're going to write about it. Um, we're just playing tunes, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but investigating that connection that, that Dr. King had with jazz. And I found it to be quite inspiring and quite really um, a lot more connected than I ever thought. He was a big jazz fan. Oh, really? Yeah. And he was particularly a fan of Charlie Parker. Okay. And um, so, um, and he wrote this wonderful um, sort of, I guess it was a, well, it was a speech he gave. Well, they don't, there's come question whether it was a speech or whether it was just printed in the program for the 1964 Berlin Jazz Festival. And he called it on the importance of jazz. And he talked about, you know, um, in fact, um, that speech is going to be recited at the concert. I think you saw in the, if you saw the program, it's the first thing that happens. Mm-hmm. Dr. McDowell, um, Denise McDowell is going to, she's the VP of um, um, Student Life and mm-hmm. Development. Uh, she's going to give that speech uh, at the beginning of the, of the program. Wow, that is some interesting stuff about Martin Luther King. In Ren's full article, she talks more about the concert and about the lack of events on campus. Thanks for that, Ren. Now I would like to introduce a new segment to this podcast that we call the Muckraker Highlight. For those of you that don't know, a muckraker is a term used to describe journalists that work to expose established institutions. Each week, the staff of the Winona will vote on a reporter or photographer to be featured in the Winona Wire. Normally, I will interview them, but since I am the muckraker this week, Madeline Swenson, our sports editor and podcast producer, will be interviewing me. Hey, guys. I'm excited to be here interviewing my boss. Are you ready, Mitchell? I am ready. Uh, So when did you join the Winonan? I joined fall 2017. Okay. Um, What has been your favorite part of being a part of the staff? I would say just the friendships that I've made on the Winonan. I'd say that was something that I didn't really expect coming into joining the paper, but it's definitely something that 
has been really nice to have people to connect with about journalism and just stuff in general. Yeah, you definitely meet a group of friends when you're on staff here. Um, so now most people know that you're a sports guy. So what is your favorite sport and favorite player in that sport or just in general, I guess? I would say my favorite sport, and it's going to be an odd choice, but my favorite sport is NASCAR. And my favorite athlete growing up was Bobby Labonte. He drove a green car for a while, and then he drove a Cheerios car. And it was always a very cool-looking car. And I have the opportunity to meet him a couple times, and he's a very nice guy and really got me into the sport. That's lucky, considering most people say don't meet your heroes. <laughs> I feared that. And then when I had the opportunity to meet him, I was like, oh, God, I really hope he's not like a jerk or something. But he was a super nice guy. That's awesome. So you're graduating in the spring, right? Correct. What are you hoping to do after graduating from Winona State? Unsurprisingly, I'm very much looking to try and get into a full-time NASCAR beat Obviously, it's a tough challenge to just jump right into. So right away, maybe starting off with like a sports reporter job, but definitely that would be the end goal would be to cover NASCAR full time. Mm -hmm. Do you think your um, job that you have right now with the, I don't, I'm sorry, I don't remember what it's called, but there's a magazine that or something that you work for? So for those of you that don't know, I work also on a NASCAR news site called popularspeed.com and I cover NASCAR quite a bit on there and yeah I would say that definitely will help out because I've kind of made a little bit of a name for myself in the field I'm starting to know people within the field so I'm hoping that helps out in the job search but Mm -hmm. you never know in these day and age yeah do you think you'll be able to do that after graduation I'm hoping so that's going to be something that I'm really going to go to future employers and kind of stress that I would love to freelance because It's just something that I love and really want to do further in my life. Yeah. So to end, what is a fun fact about you? I can lick my elbow. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I can too, and I can do the tip of my nose. I'm not as good with the tip of my nose anymore, but the elbow I can still do, and people never believe me. And then they're really – it's kind of weird that people are so grossed out by it whenever I do it, but yeah. It's a fun party trick. (laughs) (laughs) For sure, definitely. All right, Mitchell, thanks for allowing me to interview you. No problem. That's all we have for this week's episode of The Winona and Wire. Be sure to check back as we have new episodes for you all semester. Also, check out our website at winonan.org where you can find all the full stories in this week's episode. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest updates. Until next week, Warriors, this is Mitchell Brewer signing off.